Robert Nauer, once again, unfiltered. In this episode, which will be episode 12 of season 2, I'm going to talk about how I was plucked out of Navy Supply Corps school while going back through a second round after I had re-entered the Navy to become a Navy exchange officer. And while I was in school at Athens, Georgia, now it's currently in Newport, Rhode Island, uh, I had two senior officers walk into the class. I can't even remember which class of retailing it was I was in. And they asked the instructor, where is Lieutenant Nauer? And they pointed to me sitting over in the corner. And they said, can you have him come outside? And normally when something like that happens, you think to yourself, oh shit, what did I do now? But sheepishly, I walked over to them and I went outside and I said, uh, yes sirs, what's all this about? And they said, well, um, you're just the man we're looking for. Admiral Ryan of Navreso, which is now called Nex, back then it was the Navy Resale Systems Office in Staten Island, New York. Prior to that, it was Brooklyn Navy Yard. And today it's Virginia Beach, Virginia, of all places. Um, they said Admiral Ryan has personally requested that you immediately come see him um, at Navreso. And I was thinking to myself, wow, what have I really done to get pulled out of class, told I need to fly up to New York to meet Admiral Ryan? And that was R-Y-A-N. Admiral Ryan was a bald-headed two-star admiral, and he was pretty well known in the Supply Corps community, and he was quite an uh, impressive figure when you met him, one being that he was bald. So I did. I uh, made arrangements the following day, went to the uh, Supply Corps School travel office, and they made arrangements for me to fly up to Staten Island, New York, to meet with the Admiral. I had no clue in the world what I was going to meet with Admiral Ryan about. I kept thinking, and I said, well, it doesn't do any good to think, because everything that I have ever thought in my life has turned out to be pure shit, so why should this be any other? So I got there the next day, caught a flight out of Atlanta, directly to LaGuardia, and then from LaGuardia I caught a cab to Staten Island, New York, of all places. And it was all just so big and so impressive, and if you've ever been to New York and flown over New York, it's just a big, big place. So they finally got me to the Navreso headquarters in Staten Island, which was an old Army facility. And they, 
I walked in and I told the receptionist on level one that I was there to meet Admiral Ryan, that I was requested to meet him. She said, oh, yes, sir, Lieutenant. We are expecting you. I will let the Admiral know that you are here. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, what could this possibly be about? So uh, they said, I'll send somebody down to come get you, and it will take you up to the Admiral's office. And so they did. And about 15 minutes later, a uh, Navy commander comes down, and he said, Lieutenant Nauer, come with me. And we walked up these concrete stairways to the second level of this old, old brick building. And uh, I entered this old, dark room that was filled with leather chairs and leather couches and a big coffee table. And I was met by two Navy captains. And I can't remember their names, but when you meet Admiral Ryan, you would never forget. By the way, Admiral Ryan died of cancer. He was a good guy. I liked Admiral Ryan. So I walked in and they said, Admiral Ryan is going to talk to you about taking over a very unique Navy exchange post at a particular base that we're not at liberty to disclose at the moment. The Admiral will do that. And he will tell you why. And then he will hope that you will be gracious enough to accept the uh, assignment that he's giving you because it's a very difficult one. And I thought to myself, having heard about awful places in the Navy like Diego Garcia out in the middle of the Indian Ocean and Quonset Huts at the time, and I thought, oh shit, not Diego Garcia of all places. And shortly thereafter, Admiral Ryan comes waltzing into the lounge and uh, I got up and I shook his hand and he said, sit down. Nice to meet you, Lieutenant. He said, I, I've read your record. I, I know that you have a tremendous amount of experience in the Navy exchange system since you were 16 years of age. I've read your file. You started out as a stock boy and while working your way through uh, uh, junior high school, and then you did other jobs. You've worked every retail section of the Navy exchange system from services to customer service to being an assistant manager to doing just every job there is possible, even being a truck driver. And he says, so, and, and I understand that uh, prior to your joining the Navy that you... Uh, that you were in the, or rather recruited into the Navy Exchange Merchandise Managers Training Program and spent a year at NAS Memphis and a couple months at Manhattan and uh, NAS Jacksonville. I said, yes, sir, that's correct. And he said, so you have more experience as a young officer than any other officer in the entire Navy Supply Corps. You have done every job. 
even including warehousing. And that's why I have picked you out of class because I have a very special assignment that I want to send you on. He says, but I can't tell you about it unless you agree to it. And I said, so you want me to agree before I even know what the job is? He said, it's what it takes. I said, yes, sir. Okay, I'll take the job. He said, very well. He goes, congratulations. He goes, I am going to send you to Naval Air Station, Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, to relieve another Supply Corps officer by the name of Robert Bump that has had a robbery at his Navy exchange, has lost several thousand dollars in accountability, uh, has had reports of him playing with his employees on uh, when he's supposed to be working, and basically has a Navy exchange that's in the red right now. In fact, his Navy exchange, Robert Bumps, is so in the red, we sincerely doubt anyone can put it back in the black and make it whole again. But that is why we plucked you out of school, is to relieve him for cause. My eyes got double their size. My jaw dropped open because normally in the Navy and in the Navy Supply Corps, when you relieve another officer for cause, well, it's because they really fucked up big time. And obviously, Robert J. Bump had fucked up big time by running his Navy exchange into the red, into the ground, by having a robbery because of loose security controls, and by having no accountability over his exchange. So, Admiral Ryan said to me, what we're going to do is we're going to send you in undercover for two to three weeks. You will be in civilian clothes. You will have a fake ID card. Uh, and you will just basically check out every part of the Navy Exchange at NAS Willow Grove without anybody being aware that you're going to be the new Navy Exchange officer that's going to be relieving Lieutenant Bump. I thought to myself, wow, this, this is a difficult position to be put in. But then I thought, this is also a very good opportunity, possibly. And before I could get that thought in and out of my mind, Admiral Ryan said, oh, and by the way, another thing. If you succeed at this, Lieutenant Nower, if you succeed at this job, fix the problems that are there, relieve Lieutenant Bump for cause, and put that Navy exchange back into the black within the first 12 months of your operation there. You will only have to spend 12 months there. You will then get the choice of any position, any billet that you want anywhere in the world. All you have to do is name it you will go and be assigned to any position that you want anywhere, and I will make that happen. Does that sound okay to you, Lieutenant Nower? And I said, I thought for a moment, and I said, wow, any billet, anywhere, anywhere, Hawaii? 
He said, anywhere. You name where you want to go. And at the time, I was single. At the time, I had no idea that I would ever get married again because I had just recently divorced my Navy nurse wife, Regina. So I was single, footloose, and fancy free. And I had the world of opportunity being thrown at me by Admiral Ryan. I didn't know if I would succeed, but I believed I would because of my background, because of my abilities, and because of my persistent ability to kick ass and take names, which I've always done. So I went in undercover after I graduated from Navy Supply Corps School for a second time from the Navy Exchange Program. Not that I really needed it, but they were teaching me to be a quote-unquote Navy Exchange Officer. And I then transferred to NAS Willow Grove. I went in and did three weeks undercover. I took photographs of employees playing with Robert Bump out on the ball field when he should have been working. I took photographs of employees stealing merchandise out of the Navy Exchange warehouse and putting them into their car trunks. And note, all of these employees that I took photographs of and also did it with the Naval Investigative Service, they all got terminated. A couple of them got put in jail. I, um, I finally said it's time after three weeks to walk in and report aboard and relieve Lieutenant Bump. And so on the appointed day, after three weeks of doing undercover operations at NAS Willow Grove, I walked into the Navy Exchange and I said, where can I find Lieutenant Bump? But before I did that, let me back up. Before I did that, I went in to see the commanding officer, Captain Biesner. And Captain Biesner was a P-3 pilot. Wonderful guy. I loved Captain Biesner. I, I'm pretty sure Captain Biesner, since I'm 70, that Captain Biesner is deceased today. But let me tell you, I have never met a finer gentleman, finer aviator, just a finer commanding officer than Captain Biesner. And even though later on I married a uh, Navy enlisted gal, PN, from NAS Willow Grove, believe it or not, he blessed it, and he was all for it. He was even old school, but he, he believed in doing things differently, and I appreciated that. In fact, one time when I was up getting my pilot's license in a Cessna 150, I had forgotten to tell Captain Biesner that I was leaving the base, <laughs> in other words, flying at 10,000 feet, and uh, I got a call from the air control tower at NAS Willow Grove, and they said, uh, Cessna 3275, um, Captain Biesner wants you to return to base immediately. And I thought to myself, oh, shit, I forgot to tell the captain. Well, I got down, and I drove directly to the CO's office, and he didn't chew my ass out. He said... I said, I'm very sorry, sir. I, I should have told you before I was taking my pilot's lessons today at lunchtime. He said, yeah, not a problem. Just 
be sure next time to always tell me instead of yelling at me and and just screaming at me like some people would do. He was just very gracious and very kind and very nice, but he said, don't let it happen again. Anyway, that was the guy I had to brief first. I said, sir, I am here, and you probably already know who I am. He says, yes, I do. You're Lieutenant Nower. We've been waiting for you. You are, he says, Admiral Ryan had called me, told me what was up, and um, I told him there I was there to relieve Lieutenant Bump for cause. He said, really, you're going to really do that? And I said, yes, sir, I really am going to relieve him for cause. And uh, and I'm going to require a full wall-to-wall inventory of the exchange system uh, to determine how much the losses of that exchange really were and are. And he said, okay, so be it. He says, nice to meet you. He goes, I hope that during your time here we get along and you do your job well. And uh, fact is, I did. Got along well. I got along well with all the commanding officers of all the squadrons. Uh, got some funny stories to tell about uh, Lieutenant Colonel Rice, one of his majors that, that he had in one of his Marine Corps squadrons. Pretty funny. I loved, I loved Colonel Rice. Rice was a great guy. Anyway, I went over to the exchange, um, knocked on Lieutenant Bump's door, met his secretary, which was a gal by the name of Barbara. And I said, Barbara, is Lieutenant Bump in? And she said, yes, sir, he's in there right now. So I walked in and I said, Lieutenant Bump, Lieutenant Nower, you are hereby relieved for cause. And he goes, what do you mean I'm relieved for cause? I said, Admiral Ryan has sent me here to replace you and to relieve you for cause. And you know what that means. And he got this sheet white look on his face because all Supply Corps officers know that when you're relieved for cause, Normally, you've really fucked up. And I said, uh, I'm going to be here during, and I'll do a two-week two turnover with you. And then you are going to be removed from the exchange and sent somewhere else. I don't know where. Uh, but you will no longer be in charge. And as of right now, I said, you are no longer in charge of this PX. And uh, he was really kind of turning red in the face because it was really a slap in the face to come in and relieve another officer for cause. But that's what Admiral Ryan wanted done. And that's what Admiral Ryan got. Needless to say, I relieved Lieutenant Bump for cause. Barbara stayed as my secretary. And a couple of the things that I did, which Lieutenant Bump never did, was I hired a security officer. And rather than hire an old New York cop or a Jersey cop or a PA cop, I hired a young uh, junior college uh, law enforcement guy by the name of Greg Banis, B-A-N-I-S, Greg Banis. And I hired Greg, even though he was still going to junior college to finish his degree, I hired him to be the new PX security officer. I also hired a couple enlisted personnel undercover to work for him and to embed themselves in the organization. And uh, basically I hired a maintenance person because Lieutenant Bump had never had anybody do any maintenance on the exchange and it was falling apart. 
And I then fired the director of services. Can't even remember the guy's name, but he was one of the highest paid managers there. I uh, did what's called a RIF, a reduction in force. I had revised the staffing plan for the exchange and did a RIF. And I told uh, the services manager that uh, he was out of a job and he would be getting severance pay. Needless to say, he was very upset. Immediately, I saved myself $80,000 plus benefits annually by removing the services manager. I also removed the overall food services manager and I hired a junior manager at a lower salary. I then decided to reshuffle some of the retail floor to thin out the herd. And by the time I was done, after 11 months of being there, people were writing my name and I kept a parakeet in my office, which Captain Beesner allowed me to keep in my office. And my parakeet I had brought from Florida, my parakeet's name was a little blue and white parakeet named Fluffy. And I let Fluffy fly around my office. Whenever I was not in the office, I let Fluffy fly around the office and left his cage open and Barbara would play with Fluffy. Fluffy would fly out of my office into her office and land on her desk. Fluffy was such a cute little bird. Fluffy said things like, now hear this, now hear this. Man your battle stations. And Fluffy would also say, hey, let's go downtown to Philadelphia. And he would also say things like, um, man overboard, man overboard. And then he would say, bing, 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 bing. Battle stations, battle stations. Now man your battle stations. Who would imagine a little parakeet? So anyway, my commanding officer, Captain um, Beesner, loved Fluffy. That was at least until one day when Fluffy landed on Captain Beesner's gold shoulder board and dropped a little tiny uh, parakeet turd on it. And anyway, um, Beesner went to flick Fluffy away off his... And, and then felt and got Fluffy's little green poop all over his hand. And he was, oh, God damn it. I said, hey, no problem, Skipper. I'll get you a new set of shoulder boards in about 10 minutes. Don't worry about it. Anyway, Captain Beesner, he wasn't angry. He was just like, really? You had to shit on my shoulder board? <laughs> but anyway, so I cleaned house. I ended up the the reason the Navy Exchange at NAS Willow Grove was so in the red, they were so overstaffed. They had hired Bump, and he had allowed his managers to do whatever they wanted, hire so many people, people that they didn't need. He didn't do any surveillance on his people. He never, never oversaw any of his operations. And so basically, there's an old rule in business that when the owner or the manager is gone, People will steal from you. People will take advantage. So the warehousing manager in cahoots with three other younger um, high school age employees was stealing thousands of dollars out of the Navy Exchange warehouse. We caught them on tape um, doing so with NIS. Um, that particular manager was sent to prison. Uh, the other employees were terminated. We caught the female 
supervisor in charge of the military clothing shop, giving out free merchandise, free clothing to military aviators and reservists to the tunes of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, she had 22 years of working in the PX. She was terminated immediately. We did not seek an indictment on her, but we terminated her and she lost her entire retirement that she had. Uh, I then terminated a total of 125 employees over an 11 month period. So after terminating, and they were mostly women, uh, women who were stealing, women who were not doing their jobs, and uh, one woman even stole a diamond ring, and we caught her on video stealing the diamond ring, and uh, she went to prison. So I terminated 125 uh, part-time and full-time employees, and then I replaced them with about 60 employees. So basically, I pretty much did a clean sweep of the entire Navy exchange operation. By the time I left, we had half of the employees. The exchange was now in the black and totally profitable. In addition, in the year that I was there, I went before Admiral Ryan with Captain Beesner and his XO with me, and I was able to secure funding to build a brand new uh, pizza and fast food facility on the base that would bring in revenues of $250,000 to $500,000 per month. Captain Beesner and the XO were so over the moon about what I had done, my accomplishments. Um, they were really, really sad to see me go. And as Captain Beesner said, you know, Lieutenant, because when you came here, I had real reservations about you relieving Lieutenant Bump for cause, but I had no idea how bad things were. And in such a short period of time, you totally turned that place around, made it profitable, and you gave us a new fast food and pizza facility. I often wonder why I went on so long not paying attention to that facility in the Navy Exchange, but you have done it. And he goes, and I um, want you to have the best new career that you can. And my next new career was, I said, you know what? I love San Francisco. So I, he, he said, you need to call your detailer. You've done your job. And he goes, and you're getting married to a really wonderful uh, E3 PN. And I know her. I, she works on my service records a lot. And he goes, and even though a lot of others won't like it, he goes, I fully support your marriage to her. And her name was Linnea. And... Um, I want you to have the best life possible, so you have all my congratulations for everything that you've done at NAS Willow Grove. And so with that, I received orders of my choice position, because I really didn't know where I wanted to go. I could have said, you know what, I want to go to Naples, Italy, or I want to go to Trieste, or I want to go God knows where, but I chose, instead of Hawaii, I said, I want to go to San Francisco, California. Well, as life would have it, I got orders to the Combat Systems Technical Schools Command in Mare Island, just north of San Francisco. It's a, it was an old sub-base and naval shipyard. And uh, there were a couple other naval commands there. And it was 
by far, it was very close to Napa Valley uh, and to uh, Sonoma. It was by far the best tour in the Navy that my wife and I ever could have had. I was, I made some great friends there. I was over the moon. Uh, I lived in Fairfield and commuted to the base. It was the very best, most wonderful Navy tour I ever could have had. So in a, in a way, I did get the billet of my choice. I got to see things that I never would have seen, all because I took Admiral Ryan up on his offer to relieve another Navy officer for cause. And that's a true story. Now, sadly, Admiral Ryan's gone, but a couple other people I know still know about this situation. And, uh, you know, when you're presented an opportunity to do something that's highly unusual and different, my opinion is you should take it because you never know what you're going to find in that box of chocolates. And with that, it's Bob out.